Amen. Well, Merry Christmas to you all and welcome to you wherever you are watching. Uh, We're so grateful to have you here and let me just thank you for sticking with us through this long slog of virtual services all the way uh, since March. And here we are at Christmas time. Who knew that would happen? Uh, But we appreciate uh, you being with us wherever you are today for this Christmas service. Virtual worship, obviously, it's not ideal. Nobody really loves it, um, but it is what we're given for the moment. And you do get to wear your pajamas to church, uh, so you have that going for you. Now, I'm sure I'm not the only uh, Christmas homilist uh, this year who will refer to the Grinch because this year has been the Grinchiest imaginable. And because so much has been taken away from us this year, Um, It feels to me that we need Christmas to come more than ever, and we need Christmas to come with all the comforting traditions uh, that that accompany Christmas. If you're like me, uh, your tank is pretty much on empty, and you need all the help that you can get just to get through the day. Most of us now are beyond being overtaxed uh, by all the demands that have been on us this year. So we need a little Christmas. Uh, right this very moment. Now, our Christmas traditions, um, I want to talk about them for a second because they're important, I think. They're more than just the fluff or the adiaphora of like a sort of a tinsel jingle bell season. And they're important because the more discontinuity that you feel, and we're all in that same discontinuity boat this year, the more you feel that, then the more meaningful those traditions become. They tether you to something that endures. And that's why trees went up so early this year, right? That's why maybe you've played your favorite Christmas music on repeat uh, for some time now. One time when he was on this extreme expedition in Christmas 1902, Ernest Shackleton, the famous explorer, uh, got his crew together and he, he went and he pulled out a sock and out of the sock, he pulled out a Christmas pudding out of a sock on Christmas Day. And that was the thing that everybody remembered from that expedition. Now, every Christmas has moments like that when, again, a connection with something that endures makes the present moment more endurable. Now, what are those traditions that we have? Well, Large parties and gatherings are gone, but there's still lights in their presence, and there's feasting, and there's trees, and there's wreaths. And sadly, the packed Christmas Eve service at Christ Church, with all of us kneeling, with our lit candles singing Silent Night, that's gone for this year. God willing, we'll be back next year. But there still is Silent Night, isn't there? There is no choir. But there's still a choir of angels and stories of shepherds and stars that we've just heard and a weary couple welcoming a baby in a manger. Maybe my favorite moment of the whole year is gone, and that moment is standing outside below the church steps after the three Christmas Eve services, giving 1,500 hugs and handshakes and backslaps and wishing everybody a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. That moment in 2020 is gone, but the same Holy Spirit that is there every Christmas is here this Christmas too. That's the Holy Spirit who eliminates all social distance, 
who binds us all together in the good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. And those good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people, bring me to the point of this short Christmas sermon. And I hope this sermon does bring you some real joy and some real comfort today. For while our traditions are important, the truth, the enduring truth upon which those traditions are founded, well, that's the real meaning of Christmas, isn't it? And nothing can stop that Christmas from coming because he has already come. Jesus has come into the real world. And he comes now into your world as it actually is this 2020 Christmas. Speaking of being overtaxed, have you thought about the fact that the Christmas story starts with actual taxes? And it came to pass in those days there was a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. The taxing was first made when Cyrenius was governor of Syria, and all went to be taxed, everyone into his own city. Three references to taxes in the first three verses of the beloved Christmas story. So it's hard to imagine anything less Christmassy than taxes, and yet there it is. Taxes and government decrees and the stresses of travel and traffic and lodging and finances. In other words, Christmas didn't happen in a galaxy far, far away. It happened in real life to real people in the middle of real hassles, just like yours, just like mine. And Jesus comes to you still, even in the middle of a pandemic. And the point is this, that our traditions don't magically conjure up Christmas. God does the conjuring. God comes to us despite everything, despite ourselves. As the former Archbishop of Canterbury, Rowan Williams, says, the coming of Christ in the flesh and a declaration of the good news of his saving purpose was not a matter of human planning and ingenuity, nor was it frustrated by human resistance and sin. So the Archbishop is saying exactly the same thing that Dr. Seuss says too. The Grinch stands on the top of Mount Crumpet with his sleigh full of packages, boxes, and bags. He has just stolen away from the Who's all their beloved Christmas traditions. They're all gone. And he awaits the sad sound of the Who's down in Whoville lamenting the tragic dawn of their absent Christmas morning. Poo-poo to the Who's, he was grinchily humming. They're finding out now that no Christmas is coming. He paused, and the Grinch put a hand to his ear, and he did hear a sound rising over the snow. It started in low, then it started to grow. But this sound wasn't sad. Why, this sound sounded glad. Every who down in Whoville, the tall and the small, was singing without any presents at all. He hadn't stopped Christmas from coming. It came. Somehow or other, it came just the same. Here, my friends, once again, that which shall endure. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, 
I bring you great tidings, good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people, for unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. He came just the same. Merry Christmas, everybody. Amen.